Okay, today's daft is Shabbos daft Tzadi Dalit. We are on Tzadi Gimel and Bez, six lines from the bottom, a new Mishnah. So the Mishnah says like this, So as we've been discussing the last 15 daft, there's a minimum size for Hitzah and Shabbos when a person carries something out. So let's say someone takes out something, not only, let's say a person took out a half a fig in a cup, and he was trying to take out a fig on Shabbos. So we know that the, the minimum size is taking out the entire fig and only took out half. So you're putter from the, on the fig. What about the cup? It's a good cup or a plate. Halach is the plate is tafel to the food, and since the food is less than the share, you're putter. So I might say, Oichlan Pachas make a share, but Kaylee, you took it out in a Kaylee, putter, afal, Kaylee, Shah Kaylee. To fail a lie, the keli is tafel, is subordinate to the food. Next case, let's say a person took out a eshachai, bamita, you took out a live person on a bed. So halach is pater. You're pater, not only you pater for the person, we're going to get into this. There's a concept of chai noiseis atzmai, that someone who's alive, he carries himself. So when I carry someone that's alive, I'm not chayiv on Shabbos. It's also, it's Asamid Rabbanon. So this case comes up for a different time to discuss carrying a child. Let's say a person lives in a place where there's no Erev, or you walked outside the Erev and your child is, you know, schlepping his legs, doesn't want to walk. So carrying the child would only be an Asamid Rabbanon. So sometimes you have no choice. So the place can discuss, you know, Pachas, Pachas, Midaladam. It's different at Erev when a child is outside the Erev and he's not coming in. But, you know, the, the, many Shilas come up with the concept of Chai Noise So you're putter on the person, and not only am I putter on the person, even the chair or bed that he's sitting on, putter Afalamita, Shahamita, Tefela, the bed is tougher to the person, so you're putter on the bed. And we'll get, you know, there's a discussion regarding wheelchairs on Shabbos if you do not have an Erev. So that this, this uh, halacha plays, you know, a role in discussing that Shiloh. Next. Let's you taking out a dead body in a mita, so there the, the, the person's not alive anymore. So you don't have the heter of chai noisi and zatzmoy. So you're chayiv. A person would be chayiv for hoitzah and Shabbos. Next, yeah. So muksa is only this to This is worse. He's chayiv achatos if he carries it out. But you're right. Definitely muksa. That was the whole discussion. Davin amelach and shleim amelach. Right. Okay. The chin kezayis min ames. Let's say a person took out a kezayis. Uh, you know, a cadaver took out a, a kezayis of buster from a mace from a dead person. The kezayis min nevela. He took a kezayis from nevela. He took it outside. The chadasha min asheretz. He took the shiradasha, the size of a lentil, from a sheretz from a one of the shrutzim. That is considered a significant shear for carrying on Shabbos, and therefore you'd be chayev. Rab Shimon Poiter, Rab Shimon Potter is in all these cases because of the famous halacha that he holds. What are you doing with the half of Kazayas Menames? Why do you need it in point B? He didn't do anything for you as far as Haitzah is concerned. Therefore, Rab Shimon says you're Potter. It's a malacha sheena tzrichal gufa. And the Gemara later on is going to get into this opinion of Rabbi Shimon. So Tanabara, we looked in a brisa. Someone took out the proper amount of food to be to violate Hoitzah on Shabbos. So Imbakli, 
if you took it out in a keli, you took it out in a cup, took out a Snapple bottle, so you have Snapple in, your, in it, and you took your glass bottle, chayev ala oichlin upater ala kli. So you're chayev on the Snapple, upater ala kli, you putter on the kli, because the kli is tuffel to the Snapple. So I'm only chayev one chatas. Now either way, you'll, you'll only be chayev one, but we'll see why this would make a difference. From However, let's say the person needed the bottle for something else. So then chayev af ala kli. So not only did he carry it for the drink, he also needed the Snapple bottle for some other use later on, to fill it up later on, so you needed the bottle for something else, not just the Snapple, the contents, so you carried it for two different purposes. You carried it for Snapple, and you carried it for the bottle, you're Chayev 2. So the commercial says, hold on a second, didn't we learn a whole parak of you only Chayev 1 Chatas, when you violate two things that are the same, Allah has the Gemara and ask that Kasha. So, Shmami no, Oichel Shnezesi Chela Behelam Echad Chayev Shtayim. You're going to tell me from here that someone who eats a sandwich, he has a Chelev sandwich, and he has two Kazesim of Chelev, and he forgot that Chelev is Usr. He's Chayev Shnayim, he's Chayev two Carbonis. Uh, we had a whole parak of Kla Gadol, you only Chayev one. Behelam Echaz, you're Chayev one Chatas. So, how could you be Chayev for the Snapple and the Snapple bottle? What does that mean? You're chayiv too. So I'm Rav Sheishes Hachab Mayaskinon Kegoin Hamon Tzali Dalam Menav Sheshogak Ala Oichlin Vehezid Ala Kli. He knew that you're not allowed to take out the Snapple bottle. He forgot that the Snapple itself is Aser. So he's amazing on the keli and he's a shoygig on the food. So that's why you're chayiv two different things. You're chayiv skila on the keli and you're chayiv chatas on the food. Maskele Ravashi, Ravashi asked the following question. Look at what we said. We said, af ala kli, you're chayiv both. Seemingly, it's the same malacha that they did. Af ala kli katani. Sounds like they chayiv two things, two are the same. Whether it's two chatas, two skilas. Look at the Rashi Toysus, figure out what two of what. But either way, it seems like they're parallel obligate parallel punishments af ala keli not just on the food on the keli as well so seemingly it will be the same thing so Ella Maravashi and this touches upon something we spent many hours discussing in Klagodo Ella Maravashi he didn't know that you can't take out a snap bottle and he didn't know you can't take out the contents either he forgot but he was told first about the snapple then he realized oh then the chazav then it was repeated to him that you also now carry out the bottle itself, and now he becomes aware of it. In this case, you're chayev two chatois, and this was a machlekes we had. We spent a lot of time in it. We'll, we'll keep going. We plucked, we plucked the Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shimon Lakish, and it's the machlekes between Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shlakish. Rabbi Yechon holds that a yedia in between is machalik between two malachas and makes you chayev two different chatois. While Rabbi Shlakish said no, that since it was uh, one helam really, even though you had a yedia in between, it's the same action, you would only be chayev one chata. So that just brings us back to that old machlekes, but that sugi we spent, uh, you know, many uh, dafim on, so we'll, uh, we'll keep going. Then the Mishnah said, mita, potter af al hamita. If someone took out a live person on his mattress, on his bed, potter af al hamita, not only potter on the person, because chay noise is atzmai, you're also potter on the bed. Fine. So we have two chidushim. Chidush number one is chay noisi esatzmai. Chidush number two is that the bed is tuffled to the person. So we're going to focus on the first thing of chay noisi esatzmai, that a live person carries himself. So the Gemara says like this, Lema masnisen, let's say that our Mishnah, Rabnasenhi, the loy Rabbanon. Maybe our Mishnah is like Rabnasen, but not like the Rabbanon. The Tani went in a brisa. Hamoitzi behema, chay of oif, someone takes out an animal. So he carries his behema, his, his lamb, he, take, he carries his dog, 
chayev oif, a wild animal, or a bird, and he takes it from his house to Rishus Harabim on Shabbos. So bein chayin, whether they're alive, bein shchutin, whether it's a piece of meat, they're shechted already, chayev, a person would be chayev for its on Shabbos. Rab Nasan Oimer, Al Shchutin Chayev, something that was shechted, your Chayev, Va Al Chayin Pater, and things that are alive, your Pater, Shahachai Noisias Atzmai, because a live person, a live object being, carries himself. So when you carried your dog into Rishos Harabim, you'd be Pater because Chay Noisias Atzmai. It sounds like only Rabbi Nasan holds this concept of Chay Noisias Atzmai, but the Rabbanon, the Tanakhama said, Seemingly, there is no heter of chai, noisias atzmai. That's the Gemara's attempt over here. So, Amar Rava, Rava says, No, afilu We can even say the Rabbanon would agree that chai, noisias atzmai, but animals are different. Why would animals be different? So, let's see. Only by animals. Why? They. Hold back. They don't allow you to carry them. Imagine, you know, a child, you know, you're trying to schlep your child back into the car and he's not going. So animals, they, they don't want to go back in. They don't want to be lifted. So therefore, it's literally the opposite of chainoise asasim. I'm hoping the chainoise asasim is when you carry something, you know, there's a concept of dead weight versus live weight. So when a person carries something, the person wants to be carried or the animal wants to be carried. You're cradling it. It's happy to be lifted in the air. So the chiyas, whatever that means scientifically, uh, makes it easier to carry. However, an animal who doesn't want to be carried, so it's a schlep to carry it. So maybe when the chums, chum agree, yeah, chai noisi asatzmai, but not animals, only human beings, okay? However, ava adam chai de noisi asatzmai, afilu rabbanam moidus. So amalir of adar bar ahavu rabbanam, is that true? Vahadatanam, we learned in the Mishnah. So this Mishnah is in uh, the beginning of Avodah Zarah, so the Mishnah over there says that it's a discussion if you're allowed to sell animals to a to a nachri. You're allowed to sell an animal to a nachri on Shabbos. Uh, I'm sorry. Never mind. Are you allowed to sell an animal to a nachri? So what would be the concern? Why can't I sell animals to a nachri? The concern would be if I sell my animals to a nachri, my neighbor, another from Jew, is gonna is gonna rent, is gonna lease out his animals to a guy. Uh, you know, and, and the problem would be is that if he leases his animal to a guy, it's still called the original owner's animal. And the problem is if this animal ends up working on Shabbos. So because there's a concept of, of uh, shvisas behemtoi, you have to make sure your animal somehow keeps Shabbos. We discussed this in the past when we discussed what an animal could walk out with on Shabbos, bameh behema yoitzes, what an animal could walk out on Shabbos. So too, I'm not a I'm not allowed to lease out my animal to a nachri because when the animal works on Shabbos, it's my animal. So this gets into the discussion of does does the schirus kaina not? Does the 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 one who's renting it does it become his? So we we'll have to figure out. This comes up hilchas mezuzah when a person you know rents an apartment for for uh, you know rents an apartment. So is that considered their house? Do you are you chayiv mezuzah right away? Many different shilos, but either way, that's the sugya in avodah But over there. Then the Sefer says, Mater Basus, you let us sell a horse to a, to a Nachri, even if people are going to now start renting out their horse to a Nachri, there's no problem. A Sus would be different. Vitani Wotan Abraisa, Ben Basera Mater Basus, Ben Basera is Mater to sell a horse to a guy. Why? Because even when someone would lease a horse to a guy, it wouldn't be a problem. Because even when you, the, even if I leased my horse to a guy, so the guy's gonna end up using it on Shabbos. What does a horse do? 
It rides around and it, it, it carries, you know, passengers. People ride the horse. That's only an Isidur Abanan. So there's no Gzeira. Don't sell it because the animal will end up, you know, doing an Isidur Abanan. There's no Gzeira. Or you could say there's no Ma'amer. There's no problem of a horse carrying something that, you know, just carrying a person. Maybe that's only uh, a person can't do it. Isurim Abanan. Maybe not. Uh, so, you know, th- that's another reason. But either way, as of now, Pashtus, we see, according to Ben Becerra, a horse carrying the rider, carrying the jockey, would not be an Isser of Haitzah. What do you see from there? That the concept of Chai Noiseyas Atzma, right? So, they said one thing, that they both agree that Chai Noiseyas Atzma, that a person carries himself. So when the jockey sits on the horse, the horse is not really carrying the jockey. This came up when uh, we mentioned this several times already. American Pharaoh, Triple Crown winner. So the horse's owner was a, was a Jewish person so, and uh, the race was on Shabbos. So the horse is carrying the jockey on Shabbos. The horse is owned by a Jew. Can a Jewish person own a racehorse that is carrying the jockey on Shabbos, assuming it's a Carmelist, Rosh Hashanah, okay, we spoke about it at a different time, but either way, Rab Nosson and Rab, Rab, uh, and Ben Becerra both agree, obviously, that Chai Noisei Asatzma, that a, a human being carries himself, and therefore the horse would not violate Shabbos by having a jockey riding on it. Now, V'i Amrit, and if you want to tell me to lay pligi Rabbanon lay the Rabbanon, if, you, if you, you're, you're correct, that really the Rabbanon agree to Rabbanon, they just differentiate between animals and people, doesn't make sense. Because animals don't, they, they uh, stiffen themselves, they don't want to be carried, so why do you have to tell me, my area, why does Rabbi Yochanan say, Ben Meseir of Rabbi Nosson, they both agree. Everyone agrees. It must be from the fact that they singled out Ben Becerra and Rabbi Nassim, that Chai Noisi Asma, it must be the somebody that argues. Who argues? The Rabbanon. Right? So, Amrit, you should have said, Afi the Rabbanon might do. So, it must be that it's not true. The Rabbanon argue and they hold that there's no such thing as Chai Noisi Asma. So, the Gemara says, no. Really, everyone agrees. Chai Noisi Asma. So, what's the special thing about Sus that Ben Becerra holds a, a Sus work? So, Ki Amrav Yechen, what did Rabbi Yechen say? That we go like Rab and I like the Rabbana. That's the sus hamayuchel It's talking about a horse that only carries birds, and therefore, according to Rab and Ben Basera, applies to animals as well. So the bird being held by a horse, so the bird also is noisiasatzma. According to the Rabbana, animals are mishabatein avshayu. They don't like to be carried. The bird doesn't want to be carried by this horse either. So too. There would not, there would, there would, you wouldn't have the heter of So we do have the same achlekes. Don't bring me a raya that everyone agrees. Maybe not. Maybe the rabbanon hold only applies to humans and not by uh, uh, carrying an animal because an animal is meshabatin avshayu. Now, what's the case of Ben Becerra with the horse? The horse carries birds. So the horse says, Umi ika, sus, There are horses that are de- designated just to carry birds. The horse says, In, yeah. Ika, the babe, the yodon. There are those, uh, the, the, pe- the horses of the bird trappers. They would have their horses only carrying birds. So there are situations where you're just carrying a bird. The horse is carrying a bird. And therefore, Ben Becerra allowed you to sell the horse to the guy, even if you're going to lease it to the guy, because just carrying a bird on Shabbos, according to the Messiah, would not be a problem. According to the Rabbanon, there's no chaynoise asatzmai, so if the horse would carry a bird, according to the Rabbanon, they would be over on 
Haitzah uh, on Shabbos. Am Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan says, Umayde Rabbi Nason. Rabbi Nason, who is the one who's who's pushing this this concept of a chayinoisiyasatzma that a live person carries himself, he would agree. Bekafus when the, a person is tied up where he cannot walk on his own. There's a discussion. Let's say a, a baby cannot walk on its own carrying a baby, or if someone is is not able to walk and they're in a in a wheelchair. Perhaps you would not have this heter of It depends how you learn this line of bekafas. So someone's tied, they cannot carry themselves on their own. So you don't have the heter of chai noisias atzmai. So I'm gonna lay so, right. So yeah. Would, would there be enough community if you're wearing a baby wear? As opposed to just holding the baby, toddler. Yeah, you could probably say it's derabanan because it's ain't it's ain't derech haitzah unless that becomes a derech I don't know. You know, it depends where you no, live. Would that be considered? Would that be considered kapos? Oh, the, yeah, the if the, oh, the, baby, the same mindset, either holding a toddler in a baby care or just holding. A you're saying because he's tied right now. The way his feet are situated, it's as if he's handcuffed. He can't move. You're saying the baby should be tied up. It's like his legs are tied. Oh, meaning, so, meaning you have so a two-year-old that, child that, that can walk. But their their feet are tied. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that would be the same thing. That would be kafos, where it's actually tied. It could be that it's just the way you position your uh, your baby carrier. It's not really you know tied, but whatever. If that if that's the way it ends up, that the feet cannot will not be able to walk, based on how it's tied. That would be kafos. Either way, it's usher. I mean, it's a derabanan, it's a deraisa. The nafkamina would be b'makamatchak, or you know, a child walks out of the eruv, or you know, those situations. That then you have a case of trying to figure out if right? Okay. So if you have an Eruv, you have none of these problems, that's only when you're outside an Eruv and the child runs, you know, runs out of the Eruv, what do you do? So Rav Adar Masa told Abayah, so hold on, you're telling me if someone's tied, they can't do, a, that's no Chai Parsai, these Persians, which they, uh, you know, they're in their big robes and they, they don't walk, they don't really walk too far. So, you're going to tell me that they are considered, uh, you know, kafus, that they're tied. And they agree that uh, the parsim the would not be, would still be considered So it sounds like even if someone is kafus, like the parsim, the Persians, they wouldn't run too far. They're still considered even though they're kafos because they don't run. So the Gemara says, no, don't tell me they don't run. They're, you know, Ramus Rucha, they're Bali Gaiva. They're too haughty, too sophisticated. That's why they don't walk too fast. There was once an officer, the king got upset at him. Don't worry, he picked up his robes, he ran. If he had to run, he was able to run. You know, sometimes you see people, they can't move, they're too lazy. But by the smorgasbord, you know, they're able to move pretty quick. You know, so these persons, they don't, they don't walk, you know, they typically don't run, but when they're afraid, they'll run, and therefore they're not considered kafas. Even if a person's lazy or they're, they're too, uh, you know, preppy, whatever the word would be, to, to move, but when push comes to shove, they would run for something, so they would, there would still be a concept of chai, noisei as atzmai. Okay. Next, the Mishnah says, as a meis bamita, the Mishnah said that a meis bamita chai, v'chein kezayis min meis. So the, so, so the uh, Gemara, the Mishnah said that someone who carries a mace or someone who carries kezayis min a mace, you're chai. Rabbi Shimon says, potter. So I'm a rabbi, Rabbi Rachan, Rabbi Yechanan, I'm Rabbi Yosef, I'm Rabbi Shimon, Malakish, Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon says, carrying a mace is potter because you're not really benefiting from it and he says, 
even someone who takes out a mace to bury, let's say if someone wants to bury a mace on Shabbos, and you're carrying it into Rosh Hashanah, according to Rab Shimon, it would not be a chiv daraisa. Why is that? Because the it's all it's all about the tzarech hamais. You bury the mace for the mace. The mace uh, should have a uh, a cover to a burial. So you're doing it for the mace. You're not doing it for yourself. You don't really gain anything from it. So therefore, when I carry it from point A to point B, it's called the malacha she'ena tzricha legufa. I didn't gain anything from it. The mace gained. He had a proper Jewish burial, but I didn't gain. Therefore, according to Rabbi Shimon, it's called a malacha she'ena tzricha legufa, and one would not be chayav on Shabbos. So Amar Rava, Rava says. Says, However, if you are using it, then you would be high. What would be a case? You have a mar, you have a madar, which is a hoe, lachber boy to dig, or safer Torah, licorice boy, you carry the safer Torah, you have your outdoor minion, and you carry a safer Torah from the shul to Rosh Hashanah, chayev, because there I'm taking it out for my need. I want to read. I'm reading from the safer Torah. You'd be chayev for itza. So the Gemara says, pshita, of course, that, that's itza 101. Of course, that's called itza. So the Gemara says, diha nami. One second. So if you tell me that it's not so obvious. If this is also called the Malachi Shin Tzricha Lagufa, I carry out a Sefer Torah to learn from it. Which case would there ever be Isser Haitzah according to Rav Shimon? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you the Chiddush. I would have thought to say, Maybe a person would need the, to benefit the object itself when you carry and you need the result of what you did. What would be the example? Could go in mar, you took out this hoe, lastly loy task to make a plate for it to fix it so it, you're benefiting the object and the lachbar and to dig. So I gain from the result and the object gained that it was fixed. Or safer tyra, lahagia by you took out a sefer Torah to edit it to fix it, so you're making the you're improving the sefer Torah, so it benefited from the malacha, and I benefited that I'm able to read. So maybe I would think you need both to be chayav and shabbos. So the gemara says no, kamash milan. No, as long as it's you're having a benefit, you're reading from it or you're digging with this shovel. So then that's called a malacha shetzrich legufa. I you told me pshita. I would have thought to say I need to that it benefits itself. Kamash Mulan, as long as I get a benefit from it, that is called a Malacha Shetzri Chalagufa and Haitzah on Shabbos. One more Gemara regarding, uh, to, you know, answering up this Mishnah. Who Shechva to have a Kares? There was a corpse that was in Droy Kares, which is a city. So Shara Rav Nach Mayitzla Puki Lakarmala. So there was a dead, a dead body there. So Rav Nach Mayitzak was not there. He said, You're allowed to move it Lakarmalis to a Karmelis, which is not a Rosh Hashanah It's only, would only be an Isser Haitzah, the Rabbanon. So I'm only Rav Yechen, and Achu Demar Bray, the Ravna, the Ravnach Meitzak, Keman, who do you go like? It must be, you go like Kirab Shimon. You, like, you go like Rav Shimon, the Rav Shimon holds, it's, it's, there's no Isser of moving a mace on Shabbos because it's a Malacha Shein Tzrich Lugufa. The problem is, Amor, the Pater Rav Shimon, Mechiel Chatos. Rav Shimon said, you're Pater, so you don't have to bring a Chatos for violating Malacha Shein Tzrich Lugufa. However, there still would be an Isra Durabonon to move a mace. So what is your cheshven here? What's, what's your answer? How are you allowed to do it? So Amalei, so Rav Nachman tells Rabbi Yechanan, he swore, you yourself would go. You should do it yourself. It's so mutter. Why? And Va'afil Rab Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda, Shari. Even Rabbi Yehuda would hold, Rabbi Yehuda who holds carrying a mace into Rosh Hashanah is an Isra Durabonon. He would hold this case as mutter. 
Why? The meat kamina was just around him. I told you he's bringing the mace to just around him. The caramelist kamina. He's only bringing out to a caramelist. And if you're bringing out to a caramelist, it's only an isadrach banan. And what did we learn several times already? Godl kavad abrias shedoiches loisa seishabatara. That kavad abrias is doicha loisa seishabatara. Loisasar all isrum drabanan. Fall away, but makam kavad abrias. Now this Gemara is a chiddish because all of the Gemaras we had, we had, you know, the person in the street who's wearing a shirt that has shatnas, he would have to take it off. So a human being would be embarrassed. Here we're saying even a mace, even gadol kavad a mace would be doicha uh, so everyone would agree to carry the mace from point A to point B, if it's only violating an Issa we could violate the Rabbanans on Shabbos and throughout Kol Terakula. Okay, now we, we're going to get into an interesting Gemara, which will come back to Hilcha Shabbos in a moment. We're going to get into uh, the Halachas of Taras for two minutes. Tanan Hasam, we learned in a Mishnah in Negaim. So, Hatoilish Simani Tumah. So, Halachas like this. So, let's say someone has Baharas. He has a Nega of Baharas, which is all found in Sukkim, in Parshas Tazriah, Metzairah. So, if you, if you have two white hairs, that makes the person Tame. Having two white hairs in the patch of skin called Baharas. Now, if a person would theoretically remove it, he would be tar because there's no white hairs anymore. So because of that, there's an isser of, of uh, someone violates, which is really a loisa say. The Pasuk says, Hishamer benega hataras, make sure you don't you know, ruin your taras. You can't you know, manipulate it and take it out. The same thing would apply, so let's say a person has the, the, the taras of se'es, so if you have basar chai, you have like, you know, flesh inside this nega, so that's also a sign of taras, it's called se'es. Now, if you burn it, and it's no longer, you know, good skin, you will not be tummy anymore. However, you cannot do it yourself. So I tell you, someone who plucks out two white hairs, uh, and makes himself, you know, tar, so to say, the hichve or he, he singed, he burnt out the michya, the live skin, he violates the pasuk of Hishamer Benigatras, and the Gemara Erevin tells us that Hishamer is alive, so he's over that by ruining his saras. And one more thing, Itmar, they had a discussion in the base matters. Let's say, you know, two hairs make you tummy. So, what if he only plucked out one hair? Achas Mishtayim, if he only took out one of the two white hairs, you're chayiv because the shear is two hairs, which are shtei levanais, and if you pluck that one, you no longer have the shear, so you ruined your negatras, you violated shama negatras. Next case, what if he has three hairs and he only pulls out one, so he still is tummy, achas mishalash. He only pulled out one out of three, so he still has two hairs here, two white hairs, he would still be tummy teras. So Machlekes, Rav Nachman Amar Chayiv, Rav Sheish is Amar Pater. What's the reason? Rav Nachman Amar Chayiv, Ahani myself. Your work uh, did something. Why? Let's say another here would fall out. You're no longer tummy. So even though you only pulled out one, but that action is significant in the sense that if, some, if another here would fall out, by you helping, you know, Manipulating it, taking out the first here, you made yourself tar. Rav Sheish is Amar Pater. At this point, by pulling it out, you didn't do anything. He's still Tameh. So at this point, I didn't ruin my Tzeras, and therefore you Pater. That's the Machlaikas, Rav Sheishis, and Rav Nachman. So I'm Rav Sheishis. Rav Sheishis says, How do I know? How do I know this concept that if I, that if I didn't make it, you know, not Tameh anymore, I didn't uh, violate Hishamar? We learn now from our Mishnah. Where in the world does our Mishnah say this? The time we learned in the Mishnah. 
Vechain kezayis min ameis. Someone who takes out a kezayis of basar from a mace, or vechayis min anavela, chayev. You're chayev for its son Shabbos. Now again, Rav Shimon argued. Rav Shimon holds, you have no need for this. Therefore, you're patut. So we're working in the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that a malach hashin etzrich lagufa, though you have no need for this kezayis min ameis, you're still chayev, that's called etza. Now, the question is, the Mishnah said only kezayis. Vechain kezayis min ameis, vechayis min avela chayev. Hok chati zayis. If you took out a chati zayis, you took out a half of a zayis, putter, you'd be putter. Vatanya went in a brisa, chati zayis, chayev. If you take out a chati zayis, you are chayev. So which one is it? My love, it must be that the difference would be, hadatanya, chayev. When do we say you're chayev? That's the apic chati zayis mikazayis, where there was only a kazayis in, in the in the house. You took out a chati zayis. That taking of chati zayis, you diminish the shear in point A, so by you removing it out of house number one, getting it outside, again, in Malach Hashem Tzuch Lugufa, you'd be parked there, but we're going around Yehuda, that even though I didn't need to, in, in a point B, I just needed it out of point A, that itself was called significant, in the sense that I no longer have the minimum size of a Kezayis in the house, so that's cool. I did something. My love had the tanya chayev the apachati zayis mikazayis. You took out a half an olive from an olive size mace in your house, and therefore you're chayev because you did something significant. But the tanya potter the apachati zayis mikazayis umechza. There was a, a kazayis and a half in my in my house. I took out a half a kazayis. And at this point, I didn't do anything because there's still a kazayis left in my house. That's why I'm potter. So comes Rav Sheishas, what's the raya? The raya is we go by what you did right now. What I did now is all I did was remove the half a kezayis. There's still a full kezayis left. There's still a significant amount of mace, which is tummy. And I'm putter. I, someone else might come and take out another half, and my action is going to be significant. Too bad. We go by what you did now. When I did now, I still left a kezayis in the house. Comes Rav Sheishas from Shabbos to Negaim, and he says, when I take out one out of three hairs, and I left two... So I didn't do anything. At this point, it's still tummy. Taking out one here, and there's still two left, even though one might fall out, that's going to happen later on. So it's a riot from here, like Avshashish, that's Avshashish's riot. So comes along Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, no. Edi v'edi, both of these cases, chatzizayis, mikazayis, or kazayis, sumechza, one and a half kazayisim, both of the cases, you're chayev. V'hodetanam patr, why did the Mishnah say you're patr when you took chatzizayis? That's the apic chatzizayis, mi meis godol. You took a chatzizayis from a very big mace, where your action is so insignificant, there's so many kazayisim here, there's enough kazayisim here that... We don't really care about the fact that you took a piece. Your action has nothing to do with subsequent people taking, you know, taking kazaisim and leaving it less than the kazais, and therefore, that's why you're putter. But if it would be one and a half, maybe you're chayev, and therefore Rav Nachman says you do not have a proof from our Mishnah. Okay, zok the next Mishnah, a famous Mishnah in Shabbos. Hanoi Tzipanov. So we're going to get into the halacha of goizes, of, uh, of shearing wool. So not only are you not allowed to shear wool on Shabbos, you're not allowed to shear yourself. You can't give yourself a haircut, you can't, you can't shave on Shabbos. So all this is found in this Mishnah, some of it. So So instead of using you know, a nail clipper or nail scissors, you pick it off with your hands. Oy bishina, where you bite, you bite it with your teeth, you bite your nails. Shouldn't do it, it's not nice, but you did it. Let's say a person pulls out here with his hand. V'chein sefamai, or your mustache. V'chein zekana, your beard. You're stroking your beard. You pull out some hair on Shabbos. V'chein hagoideles, someone, a woman who braids her hair. V'chein akecheles, someone who puts on eye shadow, eye makeup. V'chein apakeses, a woman that combs her hair. 
Rabbi Eliezer Mechaev, Rabbi Eliezer says in all these cases, Yerchaev Achatas. All these cases are Melacha de Araisa. Pechachamim Oisrin Mishem Shvas. All these cases are only an Isid Rabban. So the Gemara is going to spend time going through our Mishnah. So I'm Rabbi Lazar. Machloikes, but yeah, the whole machloikes in Rabbi Lazar and the Chachamim is when you use your hands or your uh, your teeth, right, to, to cut your nails. Avobikli, but if a person used his, you know, nail clipper, chayiv, there would be an iso deraisa of goizes, of shearing, right? Now, the Achorinim the, discuss how is this called shearing. When you shear the wool, you want the wool. But the Rishonim say that part of the malach of goizes was to improve the sheep itself. So when I shave, I look better, right? I look nice. I cut my nails, I look, uh, I look put together. So it's improving the human body, grooming, that's also part of goizes. But that's only when you do the derech. The derech is bikli. You do a biyad, you will not be, there will not be a problem, there will not be an the So the Gemara says, pshita, pashita. Of course I know that from the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, hanatatsiparnav, zu bazu. You took, you know, two fingers and you, you picked your nails from your fingers. Zu bazu tnan. So the Gemara says, so what's the chiddush? Why, why is Rabbi Lazar telling me, machloik is biyad av a bikli chayev? So the Gemara says, ma'ad the I thought to say, rabbanan bikli nami pati. Maybe the rabbanan hold that there's no iser goizes when it comes to cutting your nails. Maybe goizes is only when you shear the wool of an animal. And rabbanan bikli nami patri. Really, rabbanan would hold your patri even bikali. V'had de katani zubazu. So why, in fact, did the Mishnah go out of its way to say zubazu? L'haydiyacha koichet Rabbi Lezer. Tell me, even Rabbi Lezer holds using your fingers you would be chayiv I would have thought to say that Kamashma no everyone agrees that when it comes to a keli you are chayiv when it comes to a using your hands chacham say potter Rabbi Lezer says chayiv that is one uh, memra of Rabbi Lazar. V'amma Rabbi Lazar, and comes along Rabbi Lazar says something else machloikes the machloikes is la'atzmai when a person cuts his own nails there, Rabbi Lezer says, you're chayiv, and the cham uh, seir pater, avalachaveroi, but if you take your hands and you, or you bite your friend's nails, don't do this, right, with your, with your own teeth, or you, maybe your kid, child, people do that, or with your hands, avalachaveroi divriya kol pater, Everyone would hold your potter. That is not called goizes. The Gemara says pshita. Tziparnov tnan. The Mishnah said tziparnov his nails. So the Gemara says malda tameout for the seir belazer lechaviri and I'm mechayev. Our belazer really holds even by your friend. You also be chayev. So why, in fact, did he say specifically tziparnov his own nails? Tell me, even the rabbanon would say it's, the rabbanon would say you're still potter even when. You are cutting your own fingernails. I would have thought to say this. Kamash Milan comes the Gemara. The Gemara, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar tells me that everyone agrees that Lachaveroi, if you're cutting your friend's nails, you are putter. Next part of the Mishnah said, Vechain Sa'arai. The same thing applies to someone's hair or your beard, your mustache or your zakin, your beard. A person is for with a keli, but with a with your hands, it's only a isudrabana. So Tony went in a brisa. Hanoitel kimloi piazuk. You cut here enough that would, would fill the point, the tip of a zug. A zug is a scissors, chayev. That is the minimum shear for pulling out hair on Shabbos. Now less than this, according to the Mishnah would be chatzi shear, would still be usr, but you wouldn't be chayev achatos. What is this size? The kama meloi piazug. Amorab Yehuda Shtayim, two hairs. Vatanya, I went in a brisa. The pasuk says, by someone who is uh, is 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 uh, tearing and he's upset. 
in pain over a maze. The Pasuk says, A person can't make himself bald, uh, you know, fighting out, uh, upset at a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but, you know, for a maze. So, there it says, meaning that tip of the scissors is one share. Making yourself bald, that's that's two hairs. What's going on? It sounds like it's two different shiurim. You told me it's the same. So the Gemara says, you're right. Same shear, two hairs. That would be considered uh, the minimum shear for cutting your hair on Shabbos. Tani nami hachi. What's the size of the tip of the scissor? Even one here is chayev. Now, let's say a person is pulling out a white hair from his black hair. Because even, even one here there makes a difference. A person, let's say, is makbid. He doesn't want to look old. Elderly, so he wants to take out his white hair. So even taking out one hair would make one chay, because that is doing a malacha on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, It's also aser during the week. Mishim Shinama, the Pasik says, Lo yilbash gever semas ishta, person not allowed to do women type of activities. A man cannot do that. And therefore the women are makbed on this in order to look uh, you know pretty. So for a man to do it, it would also be usher. There's a fascinating discussion. If this manazel, let's say a person's doing it, you know, for a loss of work, he's not gonna get the job, he looks older, or a person's in Shadduchim and he looks, you know, he looks like he's uh, he looks his age, but he wants to he wants to make make himself look younger. So there are many chuvas written over the years. And it goes back to the concept that uh, if you look at Shochanar, when, when the when the Shochanar discusses la yilbash gever simas isha, so many of the Achorinim point out it's only when women do it to look pretty, and men are doing it in the same way you know women are doing it. But if it's a derech, like there's an example regarding looking at a mirror, so you look at Shochanar, you now look at a mirror because it's la yilbash gever simas isha. You know, you go to some uh, some Hasidish yeshivas, there's no mirrors in the bathrooms. You know, no mirrors. But uh, halachically. One is allowed to look at a mirror because you're not doing it for that reason. It's not because I want to look like a woman. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to look like a man. And men want to look good also. That's not the same as Simlas Isha. So therefore, many Shilohs come up. And, you know, depending on the social norms, one could be Mako. There are many things that, you know, today's world men do, even though years ago they would never do it. But uh, now it became the norm. So there would not be an issue of... Of a yilbash gever semasisha. So based on that, there's a discussion. If today a, a man wants to dye his hair, so according to Argamara, aser yilbash gever semasisha. But some of the pricing discuss, and we could uh, leave it for a different time. Halacha lemaisa. Fun. Rabbi Shimon Elazar Eimer. So quick, quick question. Yeah. What about so one hair at a time? You're playing with your beard. Uh, one hair. That's fine. Look how. No, it's not fine. It will be chati shir aser menatayra. The question is. Two is significant to be high v'chatos. Like carrying a gregaris on Shabbos, that's haitzah. Less than a gregaris, you know. It's still aser, but it's not a high v'chatos. Still chati shah semenatara. person plays with his beard and pulls out a hair, so one could argue, first of all, he's not using a keli. It's a drabaran. Typically, it's a davar shenim ischavein. Again, you shouldn't do it on Shabbos, but... Uh, you know, you wouldn't give the person skila if a guy scratching his head and pulled out a piece no, of hair. It would be a, would be a durabana, I'm It would be a durabana because beard. because he's not using a keli. Yeah. So so he's not using a keli, and there's only one. It's still a durabana. If he's not using right, right, right. Yeah, we we say that chati shir is still also midrabbanon on a durabana. You know what I mean? Let's say a person carries a half a gregaris into a Carmelis on Shabbos. 
that's also only the Rabbanon, but we still have the same thing. Chati share would still be Aser. Okay. Yeah, there are many things that come up regarding, you know, in, in this discussion regarding here and all these other things. So uh, let, let's see. What's one more one more uh, sugi here, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up with this. Tani, Rabbi Shimon Alaza Oimer. See, Pirin Shapirish Ruba. Let's see. Have a fingernail. So again, to cut your nail on Shabbos with the keli isudaraisa to use your hands isudarabanon, and that goes back to something we mentioned briefly yesterday, that there's a shaila if a woman did not cut her fingernails prior to going to the mik prior to Shabbos and she's going to the mik for Friday night, what do you do? So it seems like to use your hands is only isudarabanon to use a keli isudaraisa. So could you ask a guy to do it? So based on this gemara, that that's where the discussion comes. Tani, Rav Shimon Alazar Amar Tzi Parin Shapirish Ruba. If most of it already was pirish, it already uh, separated, or you have tzitzin, you have uh, cuticles, shaper shuruban, most of it already separated from the body. So at that point, we could consider it that it's uh, it's mutter to take it off since it's already falling off, it's mutter. So biyad mutter, bekli chayev chatas. To take it off with your hands is mutter. With a keli or chayev chatas. The says, hold on, midi. Is there something that bekli chayev chatas? Is there something that if you carry, if you do something with a keli or chayev chatas, if you do it with your hand, it's mutter? Now, the truth is, bayer would be a good question. Maybe, you know, sometimes bayer with a keli is chayev chatas. Biyad, me, you know, to eat it right away would be mutter. But either way, the Gemara says, hachik amar. Pirshu rubon, if most of it separated, biyad mutter. You're allowed to take it off with your hands. Bekli potter. But to take it out with, take it off with a kli is potter. Avalas are still awesome with the Rabbanon. It's not really goizes because it's mostly off of your body anyways. You're not really plucking it. It's already most of the way off. So, but it's anisid Rabbanon. Now, loy pirshu ruban. If most of it had not separated, it's still mostly attached. Bayad potter. Avalas are. Ubekli chayav chatas. So, just like our Mishnah, bayad is only anisid Rabbanon. Kli is chayav chatas. So, Amrav Yehuda, halacha krevshim and alazar. We pass him like a shim and alazar. They allowed to take it with your hand once it's either a cuticle or a tzitzin, or uh, sorry, a tzipan or fingernail, where most of it has already separated. However, that's only when the, the cuticles have separated klape maila uh, going towards the nail. That's what the Gemara seems like. And it causes one pain. It causes one pain. That's when you're allowed to do it. So if you look in Shulchan Aruch, if a person's in pain and their fingernail is halfway off already, then they're allowed to remove it. What about the cuticles? So here the Mishnah is Machmer because he doesn't understand. He, he said we don't know what Klape Mila means. Which direction is Klape Mila when it comes to the cuticles? And therefore he says one should be machmir not to remove your cuticles with your hand. Just by the way, the Shmir Shabbos Kachasa says let's see your lips. You have loose hanging skin on your lips, even to use your mouth to take it off, if you're doing it with kavana, would be usher and probably in deraisa, because that's a typical way people remove it. Just an interesting halacha. But the fingernails, there will be a heter that everyone agrees to. The Gemara says if someone's in pain and it's already halfway off of your finger, then you're allowed to remove it. Now, this whole discussion is only when things that are actually part of your body, a growth of the body, uh, nails or perhaps a wart or something. But let's say you have a scab 
uh, you know, a scab on your skin, and, and you would not bleed by picking it off. Halachan Shochanara says you're allowed to pick it off on Shabbos because the scab is not a growth of your body, it's just congealed blood. So that would be mutter to remove on Shabbos as long as you're not going to bleed, so let's say it's already dry. That would be mutter, but the cuticles and the nails that consider growth of your of your body, and pulling it off on Shabbos would typically be geizes. Again, use your hands only in Dirabanon, and the Bamakan Tsar, if it's halfway off, you'd be allowed to remove these on Shabbos. Okay, yes, you everyone.